Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Hey, everybody. I'm Bobby Kelly. And it's Big J Okerson. We're actually a full radio show on Sirius XM. For full episodes of The Bonfire, you can listen on the Sirius XM app. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Robert Kelly. Hey, Bobby, can you human toilet me? I can uh, spit in your mouth so you can get some saliva. To human toilet me. Uh, we're back. Bonfire. Faction talk. Hell yeah. Sirius XM. I'm Robert Kelly. That's Big J Okerson. We're having, uh, we're having Atkins Keto. What is it? Keto uh, peanut butter cups. I've been bringing healthy snacks in all week, and I've been rejected. Except for today, everybody, today everybody jumped. No, everybody jumped in on those sugar-free cookies, and they were absolutely uh, terrible. Wow. It's, uh, John's mouth is all mucked up. <laughs> it's Jake, all peanut butter, dude. Jacob loved it. Uh, John Carr is going to be at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. That's March 30th through April 2nd. My first headlining weekend. Congratulations, first ever headlining dude. weekend. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you can sit in a chair and stare at an empty bed, I guess. Go to uh, a tummy timeless bed. I know you're without me in Spokane. I'm sorry. Go to at going to the John on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, it's J O N, J O N. We're both going to be uh, at the uh, Nashville Comedy Festival. Doing uh, a they kick- can you look it up? They didn't announce it yet. It's not on the website yet. Nothing. Nothing is. It's so close. I know it's close. Very close. Kid Rock show, and then we're doing a show together so, as as lovers in the night. Yeah. Just two guys. We're going to do a live sex show. We're going to do a live sex show with each other. I went to that in Amsterdam. VIP passes only. With Joe DeRosa, Marina Franklin, maybe even, I think, Rachel Feinstein was there. That's announced. Yeah. And we went there. Nice. We went there and watched that live sex show. Everyone was having such a good time with the novelty fat stripper, and then the muscular guy comes out and does his thing. We're all having a good time. A couple of hot girls come out and strip. And then a couple gets on stage and starts fucking, and everyone gets like, oh, should we go? <laughs> it seems wrong. Yeah. Even though I thought I was like, this is going to be the best thing ever, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems weird. It does seem weird. Even in The Godfather with that scene, <laughs> and then they was like, yeah, look at it, look at it. It's like, oh, this is weird. Why are they getting into this? Four guys together just watching a guy with a with a donkey penis do some weird stuff to a chick's fake strap to a pole. <laughs> So Where was we, that even happening? Is like, is it still happening? Is there an address for that, Bobby? Cuba, 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 Cuba. God, Christine, look up for Cuba. Cuba. So gross. Tijuana. <laughs> so so gross. Anyways, we got um, we have uh, uh, a very special guest calling in very shortly, uh, and it's from yesterday's show. We had um, Keith Robinson, the legend. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. one of the legends. For one sure. Of, he's uh, he's actually. Uh, 
mentor of he's mine. He's a mentor of uh, uh, Big J and Kevin little Hart, Wanda Sykes, uh, a lot of people, Wanda. generations. Generation of God. Keith is the reason that I started coming to New York. He got us into the mainstream scene, introduced me to the Patrices and Bobbies and Colin Quinns and all these people. It was the conduit for all of that. I owe him uh, so much. And he would tell us stories, some of them cautionary on what like not to do in comedy. Yeah. yeah. The funniest thing that Keith did, though, that made me laugh when he comes on was... Uh, he would tell me and Kev all the stuff. You know, Kev had a lot of music cues, and I had some, for sure. Um, and he was just doing like he's like, "Yeah, Yo, you guys are getting too wrapped up in like the black circuit comedy because you don't want to do that shit." It, you know, anyone can do that. It's just like smoking mirrors. You got to write funny jokes. And then Keith headlined one weekend at the Laugh House once, and me and he's like, you know, told me and Kev to come hang and watch, and we did. And Keith kept doing like, you can't do drive-bys to old 70s music. Well, DJ hit it. He was doing like all the DJ cues. <laughs> and then at the end we were like, Keith, I thought you said it's like corny and like hacky to do a bunch of music cues. He goes, do as I say, player, not as I do. We used to do my first college gigs with him. And I did my first flight with him. And I mean, going through the airport... He, every girl he was talking to, every single girl, he'd be like, he'd go up, start yapping. Then there was one of the ugliest females I've ever seen in my life. Sure. He walked up to her. I ain't gonna stop him. And he starts talking to her. He gives her uh, his uh, uh, his card. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, practice, motherfucker. Practice. <laughs> Use the ugly ones for practice for the hot ones. <laughs> Getting in reps. <laughs> practice. He's going to put in his 10,000 hours of yeah. trying to get pussy. <laughs> so uh, in some of those stories he would tell me, he did tell me stories that we were like a crew. Yeah. And I think it just like, when, when I was taking all the Keith information, it was something that didn't come up a lot. And he said it once, and I was just like, well, that's kind of like, He's saying that was like the past, so it's nothing really that's to do with me. So I kind of forgot about it. And then Bobby brought it up yesterday. Goes, do you know how happy it makes me that I'm ruining the w- the way you remember Keith? I'm actually putting it into real perspective right now. I was like, Keith was, and probably not a ton of years removed, 10 years removed from being in his comedy gang. And, uh, and he told me stories, but I didn't know that Bobby told me there is, in fact, a BET news Local local BET news. <laughs> they had uh, in local black news. In local black news. Live from there's Harlem. a loose pit bull running around <laughs> on a... Uh, <laughs> uh, this is it. The line for the new Popeye sandwich has died down. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the news of Comedy Express. And we're going to jump ahead a little bit. You just got to catch Keith. They all do... Ah, Christine, give them a little taste of each guy doing their own thing because I don't know if they're an improv troupe or what, but they all try to do a little, a little something funny themselves for the camera. Yeah, but Keith, Keith is the worst. Well, I mean, Christine, you've jumped way, Keith. way ahead. Well, we, I was just going to this guy because he didn't watch me. No, but we we need to focus much more on Keith. So you want to go straight to Keith? Yeah, we watched this guy twice. I think yeah. he comes up twice. So here, so everybody's giving like an interview. Um, of who they are, who they are in the group, their personality. Yeah, the group's personality. Okay. And then yeah. Keith decides to mix it up. Everybody's just sitting in a chair talking, but Keith doesn't do that. He puts his jacket up, fake, on a hanger like it was there. 
Who's looks the like cute the, one? That looks Who's like the, the hot best one? acapella group I've ever seen. Right. Who's the gay one? Who's the bad or, boy? Or a bowling league. <laughs> they, they look like they look like the gay gang in the Warriors. Yeah, <laughs> they have the jackets of an old white man doo-wop group. Yeah. <laughs> Keith Robinson on tour. Hey guys, Don. Guess you want to interview me, don't you? I think I can uh, make room for you guys. My busy schedule. Yeah, I know you want to know. Can I stop for one start. second? Sure. He doesn't know. He's so not in the business. Mm -hmm. He's he doesn't know where to look. He's looking at the person in the room, mm -hmm. and then back at the camera, and then back at the person. He has no idea. He should just stay with the camera. In fairness to him, BET's just got a camera with a giant light blasting in his face, as you can see for sure in the room behind him. <laughs> There's a also, VHS in that recorder right now. Also, for sure, probably a Betamax. Oh, and they uh. The sweater and the satin jacket, the the thing doesn't work. Yeah, nothing works. The, the 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 sweater doesn't read gang to me. Leather buttons on the sweater, I feel like you know what I'm talking about. Like those brown leather buttons. It's a, it's a cardigan. The it's jacket, cardigan. I feel like he's gonna park it outside, park outside of an Italian restaurant. <laughs> yes, he does. That's exactly. It does. He looks like he's a valet at yeah, a place. Straight up. And I tell you what, it looks like he was trying to get a job as a valet that day. And he didn't think he was going to get hired on the spot. He got hired like, that Actually, day, yeah. Carlos didn't show up, so if you wouldn't mind. And he goes, I guess I could do a shift. And he <laughs> just threw it on over his sweater, his cardigan. He goes, I got stuff to do, but also, I can do this. I like his hat that doesn't fit. <laughs> <sighs> Where the legend of Keith Robinson first began. Keith. I'm going to let you know, because you guys are special. B.E.T. Well, it all started when I was young, very young. When I first had this attitude... This attitude problem that I have now. See, my mom, she wouldn't let me suffocate the cat. I got ticked off. Ran away from home when I was two years old. What? Packed my pampers up and got the heck out of the place. I didn't need the pressure. You know, and with me, you know, I've always been funny. I've always... Not right now. I mean, you're bombing. You're pack, bo packed you're, up the pampers. Your wow. suffocating cat story bombed. Packed up the pampers. I didn't realize... How bad this was! Like that was bad that was comedy. Bad. How? Who laughs at suffocating cat jokes? Well, it's just not having. He goes, "Mama, she won't let me suffocate the cat. See now." <laughs> so, and like, I feel like when the camera person was just dead facing him, he goes, "So that, so that didn't work out." So I was two years old and I left the house. And they're like, "Packed up mm -hmm. my pampers." You know that, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite line. That's when he looked at her and looked at them because they both looked at each other like, "What the fuck are we doing?" This he goes, a, "Everything all right?" This guy's murdering kid. Cats. This isn't live, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we edit out people the part? Told a story to my brothers, and everything just went smooth for me. And uh, I'm just great. Comedy Express. What? Um, did he I'm say just, I'm just great? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, who's after him? One more of these guys. Oh, Nick Reed's the manager. Oh, so Nick's to blame for this. So the comedy group is just the three of them? Well, the they said the manager's part of the group. Yeah, the manager's part of the group, dude. Comedy Express. You need dude, four. I tell you what. When I <laughs> Who's was, the caboose? <laughs> when I was a young, dumb trailer park kid thinking I could be a rapper, I'm glad there wasn't a camera anywhere near me. I'm no. glad because this is... You thought you could be but a look, rapper? Can you, oh, absolutely. Can, can you look at... Stop. Look at all their faces as the manager's talking. They're all going, what the fuck did we do? Why did we give Nick all of our money to buy these goddamn jackets? They're, they're all on these stairs, and they're looking down like, we're going to get killed for this. 
It's horrible. Do you have Keith on? No, we got the the great Keith Robinson on right now. Oh, explain please, himself. Bobby, bring him in. <laughs> hey, how how are those cats that you killed? Fuck those cats. Keith, it came as so, you know. It's funny. I keep saying it. I remember now when we would drive up in the Focus, uh, and we and you would tell us, me and Kev, like stories of Comedy Express. But it, it, I don't know, through YouTube, I was never able to put like a face to what this was. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, man, they set you guys up for failure. First of all, no one knew that BET had nightly news. <laughs> I don't think that, does this happen still? <laughs> and he goes, no, uh, thank you, Comedy BET. Express. <laughs> thank you, Comedy Express. And now for weather on the ones on the fours. <laughs> Because they're late. I liked it. Thank you. I liked it. Thank you. I liked it. Keith, was Nick Reed just a manager or was he also a comedian? Because when he speaks in this interview, you guys don't look happy. (laughs) They don't look happy, Jay, because they know they fucking, this stinks. (laughs) They're literally going, why are we doing this? No, it didn't stink. No, no, no. We're on WDAS. Um, of Joe, uh, Jay and Power 99. <laughs> and we got a half hour special. On what? Uh, yeah. Prism. What? Oh, is that true? What's Prism? Yes. I'll tell you exactly what Prism is if he's being honest. Prism was for for Philadelphia garbage like myself and yeah. Keith uh, who couldn't get full cable. <laughs> Philly just made like a... Uh, a cable station, and they you'd have to get an antenna for one station, Prism, and it was like where you could see movies that had nudity and stuff on it, and they had a couple of things. And so you Comedy had a, Express. You, you had a Prism half-hour special. Yeah. How, how did four... How did four guys have a half hour special? <laughs> that, that doesn't, no, no, no. The time doesn't add up. I mean, what, yeah. what, what did you do for a half hour? Even, the plastic, minute, even, the, even the plastic cup boys all get eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you, and, uh, let me ask you a question, Comedy Express. No, I'm going to tell you. Oh, please. We got white guys in it, too. What? White we guys were in Comedy, Comedy Express? Special. Well, we brought him at Grover Socock, Big Daddy Graham, uh, all of us on it. Oh, there was I more. I the white guys in, too. Oh, so how, so you weren't the only Comedy Express. You were the founders, and then you let other people No, in. I I am Comedy Express. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the N1 mixtape tour. I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I've always said Ralph Tresvant is new edition, but that's what, said. That's what Keith Robinson was. So, so how, how, how do you get a jacket? Like, did you, <laughs> you know what I mean? How did you get your jacket? Well, you had to get jumped in. <laughs> jumped in. That's what I said for somebody. He goes, you had to, uh, you had to shed blood for somebody. You had to cut somebody. Uh, <laughs> the first three can minutes I, of your first I, set, you're getting beat up. Hey, Keith. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? The 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 what? joke about the killing the kit the cats. When you went, I can't. I want a little joke. <laughs> you packed up your pampers and took off at two years old because your mama couldn't understand yeah. your style. <laughs> she was hating. 
What? What? Uh, what is the? I don't understand the joke though. There's no joke that you said I killed the kittens and she didn't think it was funny. Like what? What? We? What was the joke? You always had a bad attitude. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's there you go, Jay. Yeah. Jay knows. I know what's up. So he always had a bad attitude. Things. This is a Philly thing. Yeah. The more I think about Keith, attitude. this is a Philly thing. Look at no. them. Four guys on a stoop talking that shit, wearing team jackets. <laughs> yeah. Nothing crazy about that. Um. <laughs> Suits, ties. If you went to the gig and you forgot your jacket, did you have to go home and get it, or could you still do the show? No, I never forgot my jacket. <laughs> I'll tell you, like, we're like a guy. Keith, am I right about this though? And this is no disrespect to Ralph, and I don't know the other two guys at all. Uh, the one we thought was the guy who would rape all the people at college, but gigs, but it's not him. <laughs> what was his name? Vince Champ. <laughs> Vince Champ. Like I thought Champ. one was the college rapist guy, but it's not him. So I take that back. But you, I don't know Ralph uh, and Ramont's like background at all either. But you were from like before you were in Comedy Express. Like you said, like you were like in like Tasker projects, basically like fighting, and you guys said you yeah. were working concerts and shit like that. So it is yeah. funny that like he was. He was the bad boy. He was the bad boy of the Comedy Express, Keith Robinson. Yeah, killing cats, man. It's damn right. Packing diapers full I'll of shit and killing kittens. In my sight. <laughs> there should have been a 1-900 number at the end of that. He goes, you want to talk to me, <laughs> the bad boy? Mama kicked me out when I was two years old because nobody can hold me down. I'm a wild man. And then he just was like a, some kind of a weird like body like body hump. And he tips his hat and rolls down his arm <laughs> and he flips it back up. Did you I ever was... see videos where male strippers introduce themselves? Uh -huh. I was like, I'm Anaconda and I'm here for your pleasure. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm Keith Robinson. I kill kittens and I kill pussy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't pack understand up my pampers. Me, I will pack up my pampers and move on. He goes, my pampers are magnum pampers. <laughs> well, Philly was a rough town. So those satin jackets was, set, protected you because they knew. Yeah, because all the guys... Well, you had to go around. No, everybody in Philly could fight. Everybody. Mm -hmm. White, black, a few Chinese. Whatever, we fought. <laughs> <laughs> Did they have jackets too? <laughs> That's how everybody knew who each other was. Yeah, Everyone the, had their jackets. Were they the Chinese Express? <laughs> 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 they That's got you a house in 30 minutes. Chinese Express. <laughs> That's how you know who won, yeah. is who's wearing a jacket. <laughs> or if it was all just oh different like uh, arts, it's like Comedy Express, Acoustic Guitar Express. <laughs> just offshoots. <laughs> y'all got to realize, y'all disrespecting Comedy Express. <laughs> But it started off a lot of fucking things. What? In Philly and beyond. Uh, Everybody would fall with us. You say prison wouldn't have made it War without it. Warren Hutchinson? <laughs> Warren. For sure. Wanda. Uh, Wanda young, young Wanda. Did Wanda get a jacket? Yes. <clears throat> Did Wanda no, have to get a jacket? Did you make her roll female. the dice and you guys all did her? Women, women don't get jackets. They get sweaters. <laughs> hey, Rhonda, roll the dice. Wanda got a pink sweater. <laughs> Me and the Harris brothers and Vince Champ are going to take turns <laughs> fucking you. <laughs> Jesus, Jay. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Jay. Well, well, that's what happens to the girls in the gangs. Did you guys not see that one movie where that happened? <laughs> that does that does happen to the girls in the game. Yeah, Nick, Nick Reed for the uh, record looks shysty. He's your manager. That's my cousin. 
Is it your cousin? He, he took the money, didn't he? Yeah, he is. It just, you know, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of guys like, and I don't know, did, did Boston have this, Bobby? Philly most certainly did, especially in the black scene. The guys who were like local criminals, basically, but they would try to jump into like legitimate like management. Like Kev at one point, do you remember this, Keith? Was managed by guys named Lynn and Kendall, and they were just two dudes who drove Lincoln Navigators for some reason. We didn't have we didn't have that, but also we didn't have his pussies and satin jackets walking around the comedy clubs. Yeah, because the cum you get cum stains all over them. That's right. You guys were gay up there. Wait a minute. Philly rules. Boston's uh, rules. I would love for you guys to come into fucking Boston by you get the shit kicked out of you by Steve Sweeney and Don Gavin. <laughs> These, these fucking fairies came in with jackets on, like slippery jackets. Uh, Lenny Clark's a big boy. I'm going to go behind him low. You go high. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the hats. <laughs> who's, we, that, who's that fucking we kitten we killer? Have, we would have beat the shit out of Boston comedy. I agree. Oh, I agree, Keith, all day long. 100% you wouldn't have. I think we should do this as like a celebrity uh, boxing match. Like a Jake Paul type of thing. What? We would have tore... Boston Cowboys ass out. <laughs> they, they, they stink. Nah, 100% you wouldn't have. What? I, I'll say it again. What do you mean 100%? 100% Keith and your little gang, your little fucking doo-wop gang, would have got your asses kicked. <laughs> Dude, the black circuit nah. in Philadelphia was its own violent situation. <laughs> 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 it wasn't like things were good. It was like... I told you, remember that, Keith, that first show I did away from the Laugh House? I always told you that. Oh, Roy, yeah. Roy's Comfort Zone. My mother literally, she goes, where's it at? And I went, up in Cecil B. Moore and uh, Broad Street. She goes, no, 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 don't. She goes, don't go over there. I go, no, they're paying me $50 to go. She goes, I'll give you $50 if you please don't go over there. And I'm like, Mom, it's my art. I'll give you 50 in a satin jacket and if you just stay <laughs> I'll make you your own satin jacket, I'll, honey. I'll make you. It's not the same. i got to earn my stripes. i got to earn my satin. <laughs> I, you know what I like to do? Now, who do you think will win, Jay? Mm -hmm. The Philly Whites or the Boston Whites? It's a good fight. We're talking the whites now. Ugh. Now, how far do we go back? I mean, Dom Irera is an old... 70 whites was unstoppable. You're talking Dom Irera. I love Dom, but that little pot-bellied Italian... Yeah, thing. no, at no <laughs> point was he going to hold our own. Nah. Damn, dude. Our Philly whites were lacking, yeah. uh, Keith. I got to be honest with you. Yeah, your Philly whites were. I mean, we had, we had uh, Lenny Clark. We had Don Gavin. We, had Ke we have uh, Dennis Leary. But I'm telling you, our black circuit had, I mean, repeat offender criminals. Oh, I 100%. We had Patrice. You'd be like, hey, where's Buck Wild? And he'd go, the cops shot him. He's alive, but he's in jail for the next 11 years. And you're like, like, oh, I think I owed him money. I feel like the only way this argument ends is with you two fighting. <laughs> no, no, we're old men, dude. We're past our we're prime. We're tummy time, buddies. We're, we're tummy time. Yeah. We got we get other younger comics to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the new Philly crew is pretty scrappy. Goddamn right, dude. Give me a Dave Temple. Who you put up against Dave Temple? <sighs> I got no. Um, yeah. I got no. You have a Joe List wiry ass. Yeah, I know. We really went downhill. <laughs> 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 we went downhill. We got nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just you guys will go you guys will stay behind a locked gate and yell racist things at us all. Get Metzger's that blacks and his Jew fight. friends. Huh? Metzger could be scary uh, in a fight. 
Metzger's a scary yeah, fight only because you feel down. like he won't know. Metzger's a scary fight because you don't know if his like like when his eyes are going to come back to the front of his head again, and he's going to like not keep going. Oh, they're going to go black like a shark. It seems like yeah, like it seems like he's a zone out, a complete zone out. Kurt and then just goes forward. When, at the cellar, the one time when I was down there and some guy was being shitty with him uh, in the audience, when Kurt got off stage, the guy came over and around uh, Shaq uh, clapped him in the ear, like just slapped him in the side of the head, but it boxed Kurt's ear. And Kurt, like I said, like that, his eyes rolled in the back of his head. And like, <laughs> do you remember the movie The Lost Boys? Yeah. Remember when the vampires would run towards each other? It's like a very long distance with arms already I just out in a choking the other position. Night. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kurt started doing. He just went to the guy with like a Frankenstein like forcefulness and just brought him down on the ground and did go. He like fucked the dude up pretty like, good. Like he was floating, like he was on roller skates. You could... Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was like Spike Lee. He was on a Spike Lee dolly. <laughs> <laughs> And Kurt just went forward and just pounded this guy with pure, just Frankenstein-esque rage. It was bizarre. <laughs> so Kurt is a pretty scary fight, but it's not a skill thing for sure. Yes, Kurt is scary. <laughs> Keith, Keith's scary. Sure. he has nothing to lose. <laughs> except his satin whoa, jacket. Whoa. Keith's, a, Keith's in an age now where no. he keeps a gun and he calls it a pistol. Keith, not now. You have, <laughs> now you have stuff, but back most back then you had nothing to lose. <laughs> I had a lot of look. What? I've been on TV. That was '86. <laughs> Every decade since '86. They had three channels. I've been on TV. You, T- Keith was that. Keith was on the square, big wooden TVs. <laughs> I was nine. <laughs> you had to actually have bunny ears on your TV when Keith was on TV. <laughs> I couldn't have seen this. I was one. I think he calls his gun Pampers because he's always packing it. I, I am I am bummed that I didn't catch the Prism special, and I'd like to find. Where do you think Prism keeps their archives? <laughs> Where the fuck is where's Prism's old shit? I can't find CISO. Yeah, I can't even find my CISO show anywhere, let alone Prism. <laughs> God damn it! What I ha- love Prism. What happened? What happened with the jacket, my friend? Did you do you still have it, or did you wind up? Did no. you have to give it back when you left? <laughs> Was it a rental? No. Is it uh the Hall of Fame of comedy? <laughs> it's hanging at Wells Fargo. <laughs> how many? I, here's a question, jacket. Keith. How many jackets were doled out? Like how many were given? Was it an exclusive few, or was it dime a well, dozen? If you roll with the Comedy Express, Tony you're in here. Tony Woods won one real bad. Tony Woods. But he was from these. Yeah, he won one. <laughs> never gave it to him now. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tony Woods. Did he give Tony Woods a, one of the satin jackets? He brought that DC bullshit. Probably called someone a banner. Because no. they had they had a crew called the Turnamount Posse. Oh, the, Jesus That Christ. was their group. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. That's how you know it. Where'd you guys you guys meet over at that uh that Baltimore bridge and just fucking yo mama joke each other? <laughs> <laughs> Loser has to give the other guy uh, uh Listen, uh, I, I mean I don't Bobby, did you have you had inter like comedy fights things? Do you remember Keith? I remember when, when we were driving up all the time, I stayed behind one time to do um Javon Pearson's show, which was a place called Boots and Bonnets oh, yeah. under the highway. And I had uh I did it, and he wasn't paying me. And he kept having me come back week after week to not pay me. 
and uh, it'll give me some of the money and tell me to come back again next week. And then we found out one time he asked Kev to do the show too, and Kev was like, I don't know, man, you keep having Jay and you're, I hear the money's not right. And he goes, no, 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 the money's fine. Like we, The money's good. He goes, don't listen to that. He goes, I'll make sure uh, th- we already have the budget ready to go. And if not, he goes, I'll just give Jay less again. I don't think he just knew that me and Kev were like close like that. Yeah. We were playing like Madden while that phone call happened. And I was like, yo, I'm going there tonight and just getting my money and not performing. And I went there. Remember, I almost like his, he had a security guy with him and it was a whole, but I, I like bitched him out and he gave me the money and I left and I came back so confident about that. Did and Keith I'll, give you a jacket when you got back? He did not give me a jacket, but he told me, he you said, young Rose. fella, that's Comedy Express material. <laughs> We couldn't find enough worms to make the jackets. Uh, You're not ready yet, player. But then I went, do you remember this, Keith? And then I did another shitty show in Ocean City a couple weeks later. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? I think it was the night I picked you up from hitting a deer. I was driving back from it. I was doing a show in Ocean City that started late, and the the guys weren't going to give me my money. Like the they're like, yeah, we're not giving you. Or we gave they gave me less, and I was like, no, I'm, I, now I stick up for myself. And I was like, no more. Uh, go get my money. Like get my money, and I'll wait here and get my money. And they were like, okay, we'll go get your money. And they left the room, and I remember I started smoking one of their menthol cigarettes that I just saw in there, and I'm like. That's how it rolls now. I'm not leaving without getting my money. And they just came back with two other guys and beat me up. 
And then, and then Keith called me and goes, I just hit a deer on the turnpike. Come grab me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking there dude we had so uh, many road things that, when keith hit that deer he goes he told me i go you okay he goes ah fucking deer he goes destroyed my car total my car took a fat shit on my on my hood and ran off into the woods and probably died and i just took that in as like keith saying it the funniest way possible and when i got there and the tow truck guy got there his car was caved in what looking like it was around a fucking moose and right in the middle of it, a fat, perfect pyramid of soft-served deer shit. <laughs> exactly what happened. Yeah. That happened to Brian Scalaro. He was with his friends upstate, and oh, they man. hit a deer, and the ass swung around and hit the side door, and the shit went in the kid's face on the passenger seat. Someone got seat. kicked in the face, yeah, too. Yeah, something like that. That was just fucking stinks. <laughs> oh, man. that was. And then one time, Keith, thank God it was his beater car. He got like a shitty beater car. Because we were putting too many miles on the Focus. <laughs> the Ford Focus was not oh, the beater. We were putting too many miles. The Ford Focus was sharp. <laughs> we thought it was no. great. I think it had a five-disc changer in the front. <laughs> where you put you could put five in one slot. I mean, the luxury. Keith would take you. He'd always go out and start his car because make sure it starts early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, how many times? Remember the, Keith, remember the time you actually, I forgot my, we went all the way to his house. We were flying out of Newark. Mm -hmm. And I forgot my, my license, my ID on the Upper East Side. <laughs> I've, ne I've never seen somebody so mad than Keith Robinson. Yeah. You goddamn young motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Who forgets the license? <laughs> well, Keith, when we were, do you remember being in the beater car and you were you fell asleep on the, you thought I was getting you back because one time, we had like a, a small like car argument because I was sleeping at one point in the car when Keith was driving. Yeah, you've done that to me. Um, I'm not apologizing to Keith or Kevin Hart for falling asleep in a car ever. They used to just go start sleeping the second I let we left New York, and I. It's why I started smoking cigarettes, <laughs> just because I need company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hope that it fell on your lap and <laughs> you stay alive. <laughs> but they would uh, crash out, and when I crashed out the one night, Keith was getting annoyed with me snoring, so he just did a little jerk of the wheel. <laughs> Which was funny because it's supposed to make you kind of do like that little like your head comes up and then you tap back on the thing and it wakes you up. But this car was like, it was this beater car. It was made of like steel. <laughs> like, it was made of like, no, more, just like steel and hard plastic. So when I did like drilled, it like rung my bell when he did it. And Keith's laughing at it and I'm getting genuinely mad. And he's like, shut up. And I'm like, it's just fucked up, Keith. Like that hurt. <laughs> Keith thought for years that I got him back for that by one time. I couldn't even still tell you what the hell it was. And a dark turnpike. Me and Keith are driving down. Keith's asleep. I'm not getting him back at all. There's something in the road. I didn't see it. All I know, I was wide awake. All I know is we were, when Keith woke up, it was to me screaming because all four wheels were in the air. <laughs> we were up in the air. And then the thing where he came down, there was like sparks on the side and pulled over. The only reason he believed I wasn't like didn't fall asleep or something is because if you remember we got out of the car and it just happened in the next like seven cars they were just bottoming out we had to get like a tow truck to come ah shit did he, did he Keith used That's to bother because we'd do road gigs and he'd play oldies uh, buddy uh. let me tell you something 
the incredible, the incomparable, it's the mighty, mighty Dells. I know all the, like, I, hey. Keith, Keith would make me, yeah. he would make me uh, soul mixtapes like I was a girl he was trying to fuck. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> He'd be like, that's Mahalia Jackson, young fella. <laughs> and he'd be like, all right, we're leaving right after the show. Keith, it's a nine-hour drive back. I got to be back tomorrow in Philly for my son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you drive back. He dropped me off in, he dropped me off in uh, the train station at 5 in the morning oh. in downtown Philadelphia. He goes, don't, so look anybody, right. don't look anybody in the eye. You'll be all right, kid. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Shyamalan films. Well, uh. that's what you did to poor Jay. What I do to Jay? I never liked that. What I do to Jay? Oh. You know what you did. I didn't do nothing you to Jay. You know exactly what you did. What yeah, you... They still, they still no, hold you to the fire for I'm this gonna, one. I'm gonna just say this, dude. Mm-hmm. You, you ratted me out. What I happened? didn't mean to rat you what out. Happened? Okay, it's fine, Jay. But I don't listen, know what there was them, mm-hmm. and then there was me and you. Sure. Me and you. Mm-hmm. We were another thing. We became another thing for we, sure. We became another thing. I thought that trip was a pure bonding experience. I was. That's what it was. And Keith set you up to get dimed out. I didn't know. You did what you were absolutely able to do, and I couldn't have thought it was a better experience. Did you pay for gas? Bobby, no, I did not. Did you Bobby pay for came, food? No, I did not. Did didn't you pay drive. For, Did you drive? No, I did drive. I hey, did drive. Most of it. Wait a, Who drove? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Mm-hmm. We already had a court for this. We did. <laughs> you already had a court. Yeah, you were found oh, guilty. I do know this story. I do there, know this story. There's no statute of limitations on this. Oh, double, no double jeopardy? There's we no bring double back? jeopardy, no. Yeah, so Bobby was in town, and so we, we kind of just met Bobby, and they were like, you know, he's you're coming back in town to do a college run uh, pretty soon. I had just gotten and, colleges. And he offered for, it to Kev. For the first time, yeah. And Kev was kind of in the mix, and he goes, Kev, Kev couldn't do it. And Kev kind of was like, you know, Kev and Keith were like, you should take Jay. Jay to do it. So I was like, I'd love to do it. And Bobby I was like, I didn't sure. know you. Not at all. Nope. We get in the car, and uh, we go, we get along right away. It's great. And Bobby, same thing. Bobby buys meals. Uh, obviously, he's not asking me for gas money. We're nope. doing something where it's a good trip. everything. Hotel. It's where we're up and down the thing. And then... Um, when we were leaving, the only one funny thing was when we were leaving, which, by the way, I've had people do wacky things like this for me before, too. So I fully get it because I didn't argue at all. We Our last show was in Maryland. Bobby was staying with Matt Frost in Midtown, New York, and I lived in South Jersey right by Philly. And I remember just Keith laughing at the concept of me driving right past my exit three on the turnpike. <laughs> and driving Bobby back up to Manhattan and turning back around. But... I told that I was like, no, but we had a blast, honestly. And they go, we had a good time, man. We had a good time. They go, what? What did he pay ah. you? He goes, what did he pay you? And I went, uh, and Bobby's already back in L.A. at this point. What did he pay you? And I go, uh, three hundred. And and Keith goes, good, good. He goes, three hundred dollars a show. That's cool, man. Good for him. Good for Keith. And I just, I wasn't upset. I was just correcting him. I was just correcting him, going, oh no, Keith, three hundred total. He gave me a hundred dollars a gig. And then the way that spread through the Olive Tree Cafe to Patrice to everything, they put Bobby on instant trial. I came in one night. Not no, no, knowing... no, this is on the phone. They did it over the phone. You don't remember? You weren't there. Didn't it was on oh, that was speakerphone. Another, that was another trial. I, no, I, 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 I was on trial. I, I was, a, I was a, uh, a frequent offender in the right, comedy yeah, court. Yeah. Uh, I read that. It was yeah. Yeah, so Bobby was on the phone, and they called him up. And the worst part is they're – Forceful, they're bullying me, my voice out of it because I'm like, 
well, this guy just gave me work in $300. This is great to me. I'm like, hey, could you please stop making it sound like I'm complaining? Because, and they're going, shut up, Jay. You should complain. And I'm in the background going, Bobby, I'm not really saying. It's so, so then Bobby, they put him on trial. I think Keith was my lawyer. I think Patrice tried to defend Bobby. Yeah. Didn't work. No. He tried to defend Bobby, and I wasn't having it. He wasn't having it. Patrice <laughs> took him to task. Patrice stunk. <laughs> he really fucking stunk as my lawyer. Yeah, he almost wasn't on your side. He was 100% not on and my then side. They, and then they drew a newspaper on the... On the ch- and chalk on the table that drew a picture of me crying, bent over, <laughs> and Bobby behind bars, holding little bars. <laughs> and they called him that. Yeah. The next day, I was like, shit, man. The next day, I was back. See how long ago it was? At my mom's house. On my mom's house phone. I don't think I had a cell phone yet. On my mom's house phone, I get a call, and I answer it, and I go, hello? And you just hear Bobby go, you don't tell people what you make, dude. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, and then our next road gig years later was uh, Mohegan Sun. Me and Bobby went to. Uh, it was like a year or so later, and it was one night. And Bobby goes, "I'll give you three hundred dollars for the night." And when he was paying me, he went to the ATM. He goes, "What did I say I was going to give you?" I go, uh, 300 I think you said." He goes, "Well, here's four hundred. Now go tell people that you fat fuck." <laughs> 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 it was a different time. It was a different time. No, but I was the best person. I thought that was hilarious. I loved it. He was like, tell people that, you piece of shit. Because they came down on him. They go, Bob, are you trying to rip off Jay? I was so mad at you that trip because we were coming back, and we had a long drive back, and it was exhausting. It was, the gigs weren't the best. College gigs were kind of shitty a little bit. Like some lunch of them, rooms and some shit. Some of them go, yeah, they're terrible. We had, yeah. I think the last one was terrible. But we we pulled too. it off. Mm-hmm. I think there was no lights. I asked for a water, and they gave me a cup of water. Lunch rooms, like a little Dixie cup, a little, di- a little, like a little cup of water, like here. <laughs> it was, it was bad. That yeah. gig, that last show sucked, and then we stopped at um, Wendy's, <laughs> and I was furious because he got a. He, I go, what do you want? I ordered all my food as a fat fuck. I'm like, at least I'm gonna be traveling with another fat fuck. And we're gonna eat like what, heroin addicts. What do you order, Bobby? He goes, "Oh, just give me the um, <laughs> taco salad." Right? <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you getting?" And then, and then we left, and he goes, "Oh, damn!" I'm like, "What?" He goes, "They didn't put my my sour cream." My in. sour cream. I'm like, well, "I'm trying to get home. I'm fucking exhausted. The gig sucked. We did the tour. Did you make him go back around?" I had to go back in the thing, <laughs> and I, I hit the thing. Can I get the sour cream? You forgot the sour cream. And I just had to say, I had to say to him, Bobby, because again, I don't, you don't want to make the waves, but I, I just tell him, I go, it is just honestly anything that's like Mexican-y, like if there's no sour cream, it's just not even worth it to me. He's like, we'll get you sour cream. He gets me sour, and the funny of how much that annoyed my eating habits annoyed Bobby. <laughs> when we got back, and Keith, you remember this, because it was the hardest I've ever laughed at a joke made about me. When Bobby goes, this fucking... Uh, fat shit is there and he's not eating we're supposed to be there eating I'm supposed to not feel bad about eating in front of him and now I'm eating shitty food he's trying to eat a salad at Wendy's and I go yeah Bobby I actually don't even eat all that crazy and just without no hands just like a head nod he goes then how did that happen I deserve a jacket. I should get a jacket. You definitely should get a jacket. How's Bobby not in the Express? (laughs) Keith, strong chance we should bring it back, man. We should bring back the jackets. Like mean Bobby. (laughs) Uh, Comedy Express should come back big time. And I think we get uh, a BET interview. 
Years later, same lady. We should think of another word than express. Hmm. Something not as fast. Nah. <laughs> uh, something not as fast. <laughs> the comedy scenic route. Um, the comedy yeah. local. Yeah. <laughs> the comedy stroll. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he goes. Yeah. The comedy. Yeah. The comedy uh, gingerly walk. <laughs> the express the co- coming the comedy, at you. Comedy. We'll get there. Um, Keith, I absolutely love you. You're going to come in studio soon. I think when we get back from this break. Um. Please Absolutely, come in. Man. Please come in. We got Keith, a zillion and one stories to tell. Keith's got a, a new special. He's probably filming in a couple months. Is I mean, it annoys me. Yeah. Honestly, God, dude, I followed him a couple times at the cellar. cellar yeah. And everybody, everybody that has gone to see me is like that. Keith Robinson's funny. He's at the top of his game right now. Awesome. He deserves a jacket. He deserves <laughs> a jacket and a hat. Uh, yes. Keith. Bring back Albany the jacket. I hope I hope you get I hope you get all the success right now and your your special is huge and then somebody finds this this video of you killing cats and they cancel you. <laughs> don't fuck with cats, Keats. Everybody knows yeah. that you don't fuck with yeah. cats. Wander no. and Kev have to go. Ah man, I don't, I don't know anything about that. I know. Now listen, I'll tell you this. Now, bam, boom. I don't remember killing any cats on my watch. Bam, boom, bing, bang. That's my Kevin impression, Keith. Now, bam, first things first. Boom, bam, boom, bap, zip, bap, spank. Me and my wife uh, love God cats. <laughs> uh, we love you, buddy, and we'll talk real soon. Love you, Keith. Uh, Keith right. Robinson, everybody. Make sure you follow him and check him out. Yeah, check him out. He's always at the Comedy Cell. He's one of the funniest guys around. I mean, on and off, so funny. Um, we have John Carden hanging out with us today. John Carden is going to be at that House of Comedy in Phoenix, yeah. Arizona. Uh, that's March 30th through April 2nd. For tickets, follow at going to the John J O N on Instagram. And Big J, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. are going to be in Rochester March 24th and 25th. And after that, you're in Spokane and West Nyack and Detroit. For tickets, please go to your website, bigjcomedy.com. Yes, indeed. A big couple weeks coming up, my friend. Yeah, the special April 5th. Uh, watch it, uh, comment, share. Those things are important. First day. Algorithms make it happen. Sounds so. You sound so. Old. Hashtag Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> Hashtag everyone else I know. <laughs> um, Bobby Kelly, of course, is going to be at the Comedy Works in Saratoga Springs, March twenty fourth and twenty fifth. After that, Nashville, Tennessee, and Austin, Texas, for the Nashville Comedy Festival and the Moon Tower Festival. We're going to be there together. Come hang with us together. Yeah, come, come bullshit hang. with I'll us, man. Tell us how you. Hell yeah. Tell us how you're loving the show. We'll have fun. Uh, no notes, please. Yeah, no for notes. tickets and all, just tell just tell us how much you love it. Yeah. No notes. Yeah, we don't need we don't need uh, uh, suggestions. We, we beat ourselves up plenty. Uh, for tickets and all other tour dates, go to robertkellylive.com. We'll be right back with the bonfire. Mm-hmm. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. That was just a portion of our actual Sirius XM radio show. If you want the whole thing, the whole damn thing. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. That's right. And go to BigJComedy.com and RobertKellyLive.com to check out our stand-up dates. Coming to a city near you. I stepped on your crackle, crackle. I stink. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find?